Yo, what up? It's Brendan. I'm Brandon. And this is the the, the Bruise and Bros Podcast. All right, for real this time? There it is. All right, B. So, as ready as I'll ever fucking be. Oh, as ready as you'll ever be, huh? I shouldn't have said it that way. Maybe. That's just a thing now. That's just the, that's the actual intro now? I don't know. Maybe it should be. I want to see if we can get a hold of, like, Nickelodeon and see if they'll work with us on getting Donald. You know, I, I don't know, actually, like, with all of that. Like, in terms of, like, how they would go about that because uh-huh. obviously Nickelodeon owns the show right but it's like can you technically trademark a sound like you can trademark like phrases or characters or well I think you can because if you can trademark music oh yeah I guess I guess that's a, I guess that's a good point that's mostly just sound anyway <laughs> but I wonder if you like take it out and like make it all jumbled up well so in in the all of the times that I've like watched like YouTubers complain about like copyright stuff, there was one guy I was watching in particular, and he was talking about how he had a song that he thought was royalty free. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out there's companies out there that what they do is they'll literally have people who like figure out mm-hmm. if music is actually royalty free, and um, they'll they're like yeah like there's just like a sample of this song that right. belongs to our company so technically your stuff's not royalty free such as well I mean well like and it was just like it was like a weird thing cause he was like it didn't even sound like an actual song but apparently like um so I'll, I'll use Lana Del Rey as an example mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the song but Radiohead wanted to sue her because they were like, yeah, that part, this one particular line, and the way that the beat goes, and the way that the music sounds, sounds exactly like this song that we wrote back in, like, 2003-2004. So then, I watched a video about it, right? and it turns out that Radiohead, that song that they were trying to sue Lana Del Rey over, was, that sound, it sounded exactly like another song from, like, the 60s. And it's like, so where does that line, like, where's the line drawn? Like, if Radiohead can sue, why aren't these people trying to sue Radiohead for the exact same thing? I think it comes down to this, too, because we had this conversation about, you know, that copyright stuff a few weeks ago. Uh But I think what it does come down to this is how bad do do those people need money, you know? Yeah. Because you have some people who are, like, successful, Mm -hmm. and they probably just don't care. They're like, it is what it is. Well, and, like, I've always thought about it in terms of, like... It's hardly ever any new artist who's like, hey, you stole my... It's always some old artist from way back. It's like, hey. Hey, by the way. You used my likeness. I think the, I think the, the one that's like probably maybe the maybe one of the closer gaps in time is like when Vanilla Ice used Ice Ice Baby. And he definitely 100% stole Under Pressure. <laughs> it's the exact same. And it's like, I wonder like if there's like a certain like amount of time that like just goes by. And it's like, you have to think about... There's like not an infinite amount of beats on the planet. It's it's part of the reason why so many artists sample music to begin with. A because it sounds good, but B 
because, you know... You could be paying homage to someone and using yeah, the Yeah, and it's like, you're just trying to, like... You're like, oh, I'm just trying to be nice. Well, and that gets me going. Then what separates them from, like, someone who's like, oh, this is a cover of the blah, blah, blah. Like, is the cover person paying, like, a thing, you know? Because if someone's out there, like, every time you go on American Idol, you sing a song, do they have to pay the artist? Or is it like, hey, I'm doing a rendition of the song. Oh, it's fine. See, I, see, that's that's where it gets too convoluted for me, and I have no clue. Like on YouTube, if you say, well, this is for educational purposes, right? But your channel's still making monetization off of it anyway, even though you're educating. Like, where's, where's the dividing line of, no, you scumbag, you know, like critiquing and... I think it, I think it, what it might boil down to is if you say, okay, this is a cover and you do the song, you know, word for word, the beat's the exact same, the music's all the same, whatever. Right. I think then you can kind of get away with it. Like, you might still have an issue with, like, copyright stuff. But, in the grand scheme of things, if you, say, sampled a song from, you know, the 50s, and it's, like, like the music is the exact same, but you, like... Like the like the lyrics are different, and you try to pass it off as your own. I think that's probably where the line is drawn, is where it's like, oh, you're trying to pass this off as an original piece of art when it's not. I don't understand any of it, none of it. But that's why I'm not in the copyright business. Me either. I couldn't be a copyright lawyer. That shit would be so annoying, dude. Unless you're making mad money. Unless you're making mad money, which you probably do. Or you're just the worst copyright lawyer. <laughs> you just lose every case. <laughs> How are you in business? Well, I collect my fees up front. Uh, <laughs> slam dunk. Slam dunk. Y'all don't it. need to know what he did. Just know he slam dunked it. But, uh, but yeah. We got squirts today, friends. Honestly, I can't even remember the last time I had this. So I'm kind of afraid. Grapefruit <coughs> soda, huh? I remember last time I had it, your mom had some. So I was able to get some. But... I just wanted to share some exciting news with people who do listen to the podcast. We potentially will be having like a professional stand-up. Wow! I want to say stand-up comic, but I think it's stand-up comedian. I think I think it's one of those things where it's like I like interchangeable almost. You know what? We're just, I'm just gonna stand with with. Oh my gosh! I'm just gonna stick with comedian. But a professional stand-up comedian will be making an appearance soon on the Bruising Bros podcast. Yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. I think it'll get some life stories, get some interactions, some jokes, ah. some, some jokes. I um. love jokes. The world's too serious as is. Again, friendly reminder: the Bruising Bros podcast is here to get your mind off of the stupid shit. Always. We're not here. I would, Even when we talk about some serious stuff, we're just trying to get your mind off of the other dumb shit going on. I, and, I, and I think that's, like, why... Like, like okay. So, obviously, in, like, especially, like, in today's political climate, a lot of stand-up comedians, like, that's their whole thing. It's just, oh, I'm going to talk about politics because it's, like, easy. Right. But I've also heard that comics think that like talking about politics is just low-hanging fruit because it's like it's just it's already there yeah like, like you, you don't know. have to like all you have to do is just pay attention <laughs> and then like they just they dig themselves the hole and you just you know you're just there and so i think for me i don't mind if comics talk about politics it's not a it's not a huge deal but in the grand scheme of things mm. it does get kind of annoying like, when that's your whole act. Like, that's all you want to talk about. And, and without even spoiling anything from said 
upset that because we got to see his set last night. He even said that he had like one minor political joke, and it wasn't even political. Yeah, it was just a little like, oh, by the way, I'm I'm sweating like blah 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 kind of thing. And he said that's as political as it gets, boys and girls. <laughs> and he moved on. He said that's it, end of story. And he just started going with his jokes and. And it, it, was, it was it was a really good time. Like My I was telling you last hurt, night, bro. I was laughing the whole time. My laughing cheeks. the whole time. I know I'll be talking about my cheeks are clapped, you know, but this was the opposite cheeks. They weren't clapped. They were slapped. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, can I massage it? I'm looking all weird going, ah, help me. I'm laughing too hard. Quit being funny for three seconds. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, so I think, I don't know. You. That wasn't you. That's not. That was. Oh my god, that was. Uh. Another thing we did at Bruising Bros. Uh, just kind of keep things fresh, you know. We this is the first time we've gone to like a show kind of thing since COVID. Yeah. It was a great time. On top of that, though, uh, we tried out a new restaurant today. Yeah, it was pretty interesting, you know. Try like obviously it's like. It's just, you know quote-unquote white people food because you know people from england are white typically hey bruv you brought your cake to the wall fam excuse me you got some some of that stuff there (laughs) hey these eggs are quite a doozy on ya you daft cunt you won't listen to me yeah and it's just like i don't know but it was it was really good really interesting place um, I think in the grand scheme of things, a lot of things have happened today, or at least in like the last 24 hours. We saw a comedy show, haven't listened to the new Joji album, new Joji album came out, go stream that if you're into that. If not, give it a shot, see if you do like it. We watched the new episode of The Boys on yo. Amazon Prime. So, no spoilers, great wait, show. So, <laughs> when I started watching the show, I was like, okay, whatever, and then, obviously, you know, I was into the show. And I was like, yeah, I don't understand why people like are so mad about it being released weekly in, instead of like just them putting the whole season out. But after watching today's episode, I'm not going to lie. I understand why people are mad. Because it's like, dude, it's 2020. I'm not watching a cable syndicated TV show anymore. Like, I'm trying to like... F- and I, I think part of it is because, you know, things like Netflix or Hulu or... Like, even YouTube, right. like, everybody just releases their stuff all at once, mm-hmm. so you have the opportunity to just watch it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like an instant gratification sort of thing, where it's like, hell yeah, I can sit here, because I got, you know, the next two days off, and I'm just going to binge watch this TV show. <laughs> well, and I think the other thing is, if you like the show enough, right, and you have your Amazon Prime set up, and you're watching it weekly, and you're like, okay, this is great. Some people could wait to the end of the season and binge it all, but some people just don't want to do that. Yeah. And I think what it is partially is like a counteractive of people who would get Amazon Prime for a month, binge watch a show, cancel it, then they lose that money, and then it's like, well, what just Well, happened? I mean, that's the thing. You don't lo- They're technically not losing. You get the free trial anyway, so you're not losing any money necessarily. I mean, you got like ad revenue and stuff like that. Well, no, I mean, I mean like people like uh, once that trial is expired, like people would cancel the HBO when the season of Game of Thrones was over, uh-huh. then they'd re-get it. But with Amazon Prime, you would only have to use it for a month if you binge watch the whole thing. Yeah. You just watch it once and you cancel it. And then when the next season starts up, boom, I got it. I watch it in two days. I cancel Amazon Prime. I'm not going to use it, you know. And that, I might be wrong, but that's just smart to me. Tech smarts. I think it's a pro strat for sure. Pro strat. But 420. 
At the same time. $420.69. <laughs> Ooh, baby, a triple. Ooh, baby, a triple, 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 triple. 8008 <laughs> <laughs> If you know what that means. If, that, if you know what that means, you're probably a little, like, old. You were bored with a calculator. Yeah. Like, straight up, or you knew somebody who was, like, an edgelord in, in elementary school. Hey, want to see something cool? <laughs> hey, you want to see something kind of funny? Four, three, seven, seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's that? Oh, ooh, I'm telling. No, don't, don't, don't. Teacher. What's up? He he spelled the bad word on his calculator. What did he spell? <laughs> Hell, H E double hockey. Sticks. You're in trouble too, kid, for saying that word. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> Sounds like a bad, like anti-weed commercial. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. If you snitch, you're also part of the problem. You, you're. You remember those like old like ad council ads where it's like. Uh, it's a it, uh, like the one that I can remember forever is the one of that chick deflated on the couch. She's deflated on the couch. That's the one I went to. And it's like, you know, this is what happens when you smoke weed. And it's like, I get where you're coming from because obviously she being lazy, her friends are kind of not you know into that sort of thing. And so, not the one where the dog was like, what happened? To you? Yeah, it's like we used to go outside and play, <laughs> but he's like smoking cigarettes or something like that. <laughs> Or he's, like, addicted to video games. Now you're just a bum. Now you're just a bum. We don't do nothing. <laughs> the ones that scared me were the meth ones. Oh, where the lady's dude, at the laundromat yeah. and the guy's, like, attacking her. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? Ah! I'm a little kid watching this. Yes. Ah! So, I would say that the meth ones worked f- for sure. I would never do meth, purely based off of those commercials. They didn't have to show me the commercial. You just show me a side-by-side of someone on meth. I'm like, damn, whoa. You say, okay. That's a wrap. No. Nope. You show me a side-by-side with someone on weed. I'm like, hey, well, yeah. Well, they, I mean. <laughs> to each their own. Did he, he just looks tired. <laughs> he looks tired and happy. But the guy on meth just looks ugly and miserable. <laughs> he, he looks terrified. He looks desperate. <laughs> like, what is he desperate for? More meth. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the whole point. They say you get desperate for money because you need meth. His teeth fell out from sucking so much dick <laughs> for meth. <laughs> he has to have dentures because he's sucking dick for meth. <laughs> he soaks his dentures in a bowl of Listerine every night. And when he puts them back in his mouth, he just gets the alcohol out. Meth. <laughs> we got to make our own anti-meth commercials now. And that's that's a fucking crazy thing. Those those ads don't exist anymore. Like I could understand the weed ones maybe not existing just because, you know, that's starting to get legalized and you know the 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 stigma around it is is kind of slowly but surely fading off. Well, I think people are, are really starting to be like, well, it's not. It's not as bad as it maybe was thought to be. Like it could be. It's not for everyone. Obviously, there are certain things like, but it's like alcohol. You know, like yeah. there are, there's a time and a place. You know, like mm-hmm. you have a few brewers, great. But if you're gonna be out there driving after like. And some people, I do better when I'm high. No, you don't. Quit lying. It's like no, you don't. You're just not stupid. You're just slow. You just yeah. You just don't. You just don't. You know, you're just you're driving the speed limit. You're not a better driver. You might not be getting road rage as much. <laughs> yeah. You're just too tired to carry. Like nah, it is what it is. But uh, but like, they should probably bring those meth commercials back. Especially now, like, hey man, I heard you heard of a black tar heroin. Stop. <laughs> They're like, dude, no, you gotta quit. 
an intervention hey man i know you've been shooting up in the school bathroom. that show was wild too i remember watching this one about this guy who lived somewhere here in the states and he was an alcoholic <laughs> and he was like yeah you know my name is like you know Earl. billy jones or something like that some really generic name and they're like so obviously the intervention crew is there like filming Right. Which I think is kind of weird in and of itself. Like, it's like, you're trying to maybe turn your life around. You have people around you who want to turn your life around. And all you got is this goddamn camera just shoved in your face for, like, two weeks. You're not even blurred out. Like, other people could be blurred out, but they're like, hey, you're the subject of this it's show. It's like, hey, you're the scumbag because you're addicted to something. And now we're going to film you. And if you say no, the world's going to know who you are. Yeah. A&E presents snitches on camera. <laughs> and so, like, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, my name's so-and-so. And he's like, you know, I, I, I'm I, an alcoholic. Um, but he's like, you know, it's just how I live my life. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I drink, like, two bottles of vodka a day. And, you know, that's just, that's just what I do. Like, it kind of sucks because, like, I can't get a job because I'm literally drunk all the time. And I just smell like alcohol. And he's like... But he's, but he's addicted to alcohol, so he has, like, zero, like, wants to necessarily change. Right. And so he's, like, just mad all the time, dude. He's, like, throwing up in bowls and just, like, not, like, dude. I watched that, and I was like, bro, that shit looks miserable. <laughs> what, what if they had an intervention for someone? Like, his old family's always addicted to blah, blah, blah. But, like, in reality, he's not addicted to anything. His family's just a bunch of, like, paranoid freaks. Yeah. Stuff, like... You have an addiction to drugs. What are you talking about? I don't even do drugs. You're always cleaning your apartment. I just like to be clean. You're addicted to something. <laughs> You're gay. But I'm just gay. You're doing it for drugs. No. It's like, no, I'm just, I just gay. I'm What's just, wrong with I'm just, you? I'm just a normal guy who just likes to... I just, I, I like, don't like being messy. That's it. And his family... <laughs> You're addicted to cleaning. And he's like... But that's like... One of the best things to be addicted to. Why don't you go clean your nose, you coke addict? <laughs> what are you talking... Wh what? Someone's taking Adderall. How else are you getting this clean? You focused? <laughs> On what? It, it, I just... I, I just... I manage my time well. That's it. <laughs> He's a horrible junkie. He got rid of it. I will I say... Got, I got Claritin. I mean... <laughs> I got... I got <laughs> Well, it's weird that, like, so, like, obviously, you know, having stuff like OCD, like, those, like, that's, like, a whole other level, but, like, there's probably someone out there who's exactly like that, who's like, nope, you're addicted to cleaning, like, what happens, where did you go, where did we steer you wrong in life, that, like, that's what you want to do with your life, is just clean your room, go to work, and play Xbox with your friends. Who are you? <laughs> Even worse. His family brings him on for intervention. He's all caught off guard. He's like, can I help you? They're like, you have a problem, son. What are you talking about? You're addicted to not talking to your family. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're all a bunch of weirdos. Look. He's like, yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Y'all got me on intervention for this? His Who dad. His dad's like, hey, you watch your mouth, you son of a bitch. That's your mom. <laughs> That's why I don't talk to you. He's <laughs> like... I, I, he's like, I'm just confused at this point. He's like talking to the camera. He's like, honestly, I've been confused for like 15 years. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I, th I think I'm adopted. And then the parents, he's adopted, but he should be grateful that we saved him from a life 
of orphanhood. Of torment. <laughs> He's like, or what's even worse, in that show True Life. True Life, True Life, True Life. That was an MTV show, wasn't it? Yeah, but it would be like, on Strange Addictions maybe is what it was? I think you're talking about Strange Addictions where it's like, hi, my name is Zane. And I like eating drywall. Yeah, but it was this guy who had a relationship with his car, and he's like trying to come out to like his dad about it, and his dad's just so confused. He's like, "Huh?" But so you, uh, okay? And he's like kissing the steering wheel. He's like, "Yeah, we get pretty intimate." And I'm like, "You love your car enough to just inside of it, bro? You get it all nasty? I'm gonna find it." You know, I. But it may have been True Life, that one. That's what I'm trying to... Well, because exactly what was True Life? Was it just how people lived their lives? Because I know My Strange Addiction, that shit was weird, though. Because, like, they would find, like... uh, There was one that I watched where it was like, Yeah, you know, I'm so-and-so, and, like, I enjoy the sensation of pulling hair out of, like, bathtub drains or, like, sinks. There's just something about it. Okay, so, yeah. Strange Addiction is the weird one where they're doing the weird things. Yeah. True Life was just, like, weird... Like, Situations? Well, it was people who had different things. They're like, well, this is what I do, and this is blah, blah, blah. And you'd follow them, and it wasn't anything that was, like, crazy. Like, oh, I, I have this. It was kind of like, oh, I uh, I do this for a living. Uh-huh. But, or something. Um, Hold on. <laughs> I found the clip that I wanted to oh, no. play for everybody. If I could play the audio, I would love to, but... Um, True Life documentary series that provides viewers with a first-person perspective on unseen parts of society and its subcultures, offering glimpses into the lives of people involved in everything from politics to oh my, pornography and cheerleading. I think, if I'm not mistaken, now, now that you describe it, True Life is kind of like those Vice documentaries where it's like... But it's not famous people, it's just... Well, yeah, I mean, not necessarily saying that like Vice puts famous people on there and it's like, oh, hey, by the way... Like, uh, you know, here on Vice, we're going to talk about this guy who's lived in Eastern Europe for the last 20 years because he's from here, and he's addicted to heroin. So we're going to follow him and his band of cronies around while they fuck this guy's poppy field up. Well, here, here's one, right? Uh, true life. Obsessed with being a Kardashian. So it's like a girl who's like, this is my life. But you could see why I would confuse this with the strange addiction. Yeah. True life. This one, I have Tourette's. Hey, that's me. Hey, that's you. I had my cousin's baby. True life. See yeah. that one? That's, nope, that's too weird. I have embarrassing parents, too. The case of Sarah Stern. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm gay athlete. Meet Curtis. The official sneak peek. What the fuck? I don't care. But, <laughs> anyway. Strange addictions, bro. Sex with car. My strange addiction. Uh-uh. I'm going to play a little bit of it so you can kind of get a feel. No ad, so it'll just kick right into it. Well, hold on. You are a liar and a fiend. Morning, baby. Handsome man. Nathaniel is in a committed relationship with a car that he's named Chase. He met Chase in a resale lot about five years ago. That was love at first sight. His body and his interior. <laughs> right, I'm going to stop it right there. So, mind you, he's gay for the car because it's a guy car. But he made it at a reseller, so it's a used car. Uh, you know. <laughs> More power to him. I get love is love or something. I don't know. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't. To each I'm his not, own. Yeah, I'm not. We're not here to judge. But, like, at the same time. Who's he hurting? Like. Hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, 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 who is he hurting? But, like, at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
who hurt him? Like, you know, okay, so... You can't blame getting rejected for that. Like, if women reject you, bro, and you, this is your option, nah. Like... Straighten out. Not, not like, straighten... Yeah, you know what I mean. Get, get your life together, I think, is what he's going for. Um, but, like, you know, from, like, a psychological standpoint, like, what happens to, like, lead you to, like, being like, oh, this is what I enjoy to the point that, like, I want to, like, you know be intimate with this with this thing well but evidently it's a real thing though like not just him but like there's a subculture of people who hook up with their cars there's another guy on that i think it's the same show and he like has a thing for pool floaties like inflatable floaties for pools i think i know which one i think i i think i've seen that one it may have been just balloons but i remember because i was like what is this what was mtv or that that one's tlc yeah tlc tlc is all on so i think tlc is just like a hub for just like really weird shit john and kate plus eight john and kate plus eight which turned to kate plus eight because john cheated on kate (laughs) <laughs> and you know like my 600 pound life little people big world my mom loves that show i don't the two dwarves got a divorce and one of them married a tall guy i just i guess it's just like a weird like it's just like i'm mean, obviously tlc stands for the learning channel so you're you learning about shit do do hold on do they still be called dwarves or did i just mess that up no yeah i think that's technically like i thought it was little people hence the show little people because you can't say the M word. Yeah, you can't say that because it's derogatory. I, I didn't think that dwarf was technically, because that's what it's called, like, scientifically. Dwarfism? Dwarfism. But the reason why, like, to me at least, it just seems fucked up is, like, to me a dwarf is, like, Gimli. <laughs> so when I yeah. say dwarves, I'm like... You're hey, like, oh, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where's your hammer, dude? <laughs> what hammer? Hey, man, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> you got a little... You got little man syndrome. <laughs> little man syndrome. You got dwarf syndrome, bro. Little little body big and temper. <laughs> I but I think technically speaking. Sorry to all the little people. I don't. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, sorry. But I think technically, I think the the politically correct term is little people. <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I guess it's one of those things that like I I didn't think like you know obviously being in the age that we grew up in. There's a lot of words. We're in the age of things that change. Yeah, and like... <laughs> to where, like, some people, they, they're born where things aren't okay. Other people are born when things are okay. We were born in a time where it's right in the middle of things being like, hey, it's okay, it's okay, it's whoa, 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 whoa. And we're like, whoa. Well, and, and I think what, like, a lot of people... <laughs> like, I'm not siding with people who say that, like, being politically incorrect is, like, the way to live your life. Like, nope, I've been saying... These things or these phrases, ever since I was a kid, like you're time make... changes, and I think it's because, and I think those people have such a backlash with it, right? Because it's so so drastic, it's so black and white. It's like it's okay, and then like literally, like within a couple of hours, if not a couple of days, it's just all of a sudden it's not okay, mm-hmm. and you know people just don't like that shit. People cannot stand change, and I think with some people. It's a thing where it's like, I, I haven't been saying it to be offensive my whole life. Yeah. And now I'm being told it's offensive. And that's where it's like kind of off guard. It's like, it hasn't been offensive till now. Even yeah. like when we saw the guy at the show, mm-hmm. he had to change his name because, you know, white people were getting mad for... Because he himself is Chinese, but white people were getting mad at him because of his name for their Chinese friends who didn't even know him. And that's why he was like, but... Okay. I, uh, 
and so, you know, I, I, I think, like, f- trying to look at it from, like, an outside perspective, mm-hmm. you know, again, people people just don't like that shit. People don't like, you know, being told that they're wrong, especially, yeah. is the big thing. Like, there's not a single person on the planet who's, like, totally okay with being told, like, all the time, like, yeah, you're wrong. Like, your way of life is just, it's not correct. Especially all the time. Sometimes you can take it and say, and, yeah. And sometimes you can be like, oh, okay. But I think a lot of, and it's it's mostly older people who obviously have a problem with it. Because, you know, it's kind of like the old saying, like, you can't teach a new uh, an old dog new tricks. Right. It's because that dog, it has its habits. It's old. It knows it what it knows. Old. It its knows body what... is different now. Yeah, and so you can kind of apply that to to, you know certain human beings in, in certain generations but i feel like every generation has this issue like there's going to be some time in the future where our generation is going to be looked at and they'll be like okay millennial and you know what i mean and we're going to all of a sudden be these boomers because it's like oh my god you guys did that <laughs> that's not what, what we were doing we were out here fighting for the freedoms of blah 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 and they're like yeah okay millennial bet you didn't know that these Alien species wanted a place to live too. So what if they're conquering our planet, bro? You just gotta get with it. But that's not how that works. It is how it works, millennial. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like you know, the same thing. Like it's it's <laughs> happened probably since the dawn of humankind, where it's like everybody is like, there's always a problem with like the younger generation, and so that's like I like, I used to you know uh-huh. have an issue with like younger generations because it's just annoying like oh yeah like we're all about this we're all about this and it's like well okay that's just kind of annoying right because you know i've been like you know same thing like i've had my way of life for longer than you've been alive and now like it's just it's weird but like the generation before us said the same thing about us and they still do (laughs) well they're like millennials or you know they're the most you know uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, they want you know everything like handed to them. Like they're not hardworking, and it's like I've primarily only ever worked with people who are our age. Right. Like it's very rare that I get someone who is like super, like way younger than us, or way older. Very <laughs> rarely, and um, you know, it, but I never had a problem. So so at first I did. Then, like, growing up and realizing, I was like, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Like, just, like, they live, they're living their lives. Like, you, you have to imagine that, like, all of the people who were born in, like, the 60s, uh-huh. and they had kids in the 80s, and those kids grew up in, like, the 90s, like, like late 90s, early, uh, late, eight, late 80s, early 90s, and they're, like, getting into skateboarding and grunge uh-huh. music. Those people from the 70s were shitting their pants. Yeah, like, what is, but even so... Those people from the 70s, when they were kids, their parents were doing the same thing while they were at Woodstock. While they were doing Woodstock, they were out there trying to be a hippie, and, you know, yada, 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 and it's just like, it's the same thing, over and over and over again. And, and I think it's just part of how it is, because I've, I've always worked with people older than me, mm-hmm. and I've gotten along with them a little bit better than I have people younger than me. Yeah. And it's weird, because even if I talk to someone who's younger than me, like, even by just two years, I'm like, who are you? Where, where are you from? What do you What did you learn this at? And I'm like, am I a boomer? Yeah, I, I always, I, I like, so the the people that I work with primarily are all younger than me. I think there's like one or two people who are my age or older. And yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where they're like, 
it sounds petty and it makes you sound like a boomer. Right. Because they're like, oh, yeah, like I was doing this and this didn't happen. And it's like, what are you talking about? You graduated high school like three days ago. <laughs> you have zero life experience. When they, they hit me with the, I don't remember Y2K, and I'm like, I, I was around, but I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because I was, I was having a conversation with someone about that at work where I was like, yeah, you know, like I remember certain things. But, like, I don't remember a lot of shit. <laughs> or, or that realization that, like, you'll talk to someone a little bit younger than you, and you'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then September 11th, you're like, yeah, it was crazy. And, like, what happened? You're like, what do you mean what happened? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Everyone everyone knows. You, where were you? Well, I was born in 2002. What? You say, excuse me? You, oh, my God. And then you're sitting there, and you're like, there are people who don't, like, weren't here for it. Yeah. And it's got to be, like, people in the Holocaust who are like, oh, yeah, you weren't, you weren't here for that. You weren't born. You've only heard. <laughs> or like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, um, like uh, that the the person that I was having that conversation with, he was like, oh, like uh, he's like, what you were you born? And I was like, oh, I was born in '95, and he's like, oh, you probably remember, um, like Biggie and Tupac getting killed, and I said, no, like not at all. Like I know what happened, but like I know what like I know what happens. But I was I, too young at the time. I was time. too young to really understand what happened, and you know, it's, it's it, like that is a, like something that ha- has occurred as well with working people uh-huh. who are younger than me. Where it's like, well, yeah, I don't remember this, but like I remember that, and I'm like, well, it's weird to hear that thing because like you could meet someone who's older and who's like, I remember the the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and they'll tell you how crazy it was, but to you, it's just, that's just a part of history. It's just what you always hear about. But when something like that does happen, oh, this is the craziest thing, but then it just becomes more real because it's something that you're like, oh yeah, this is history. This is all what happened. This is how life is. It is what it is. But to them, it's like, you don't understand. It's like, I was, it's like no, I, like, I was around. Like, I, was I lived there. that. Like, I, I remember it. I remember the news reports. I remember how crazy everything was. But to us, we're like, that's just history. But when something like that does happen, or now we're like, whoa. Or like, even for us, like, 9-11's a big one. <laughs> yeah, six years old, and I'm, like, sitting in a computer lab at school, and the teachers are watching on TV, and I'm like, why are these buildings on fire? And my mom's all like, are you okay? And I'm like, why wouldn't I be okay? And and I I think being a kid, like, you obviously don't understand the ramifications of certain events like that. But then your parents, you you know your parents are like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. Do do I have it to raise a child with this going on right now? Yeah. But it's nothing new because that stuff will always happen. As long as humans are alive, that kind of crazy crap will always happen. Yeah, and I think, like, just as time has gone on, it seems like, I think, it's probably, it probably seems like from maybe, like, a historical standpoint. So maybe in, like, 100 years, people are going to be like, dude. There was a time from, like, 1986 to, like, 2038 that, dude, shit was happening all the time. And here's the other thing. Um, Donald Glover, comedian, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, kind of brought it up. Uh, This guy's like, man, it's a dangerous time we live in. And Donald Glover's like, I, I, I know. It's it's the safest time to live in. He's like you you know you pretty much just have this wealth of knowledge and information to you. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, because this is just how it's always been. Now you just have an idea, because now you can see what's happening somewhere else in the world yeah. that you're not used to. He's like, but if you go back like 400 years ago, it's probably the same shit. He's like, even worse. You got people just walking into the villages, raping people, burning down the village, and taking shit. He's like, now that doesn't happen. But you'll read that some guy killed, like, five people in, like, two states over, and you're like, oh, my backyard. But that could have still been happening. Mm-hmm. He's like, think about the serial killers back then. They were everywhere, but you didn't have the in- the internet. You just had to go off the national news as it came through. Yeah. But this this crazy stuff has been happening. But now with the internet, every little thing that happens, you're able to say, oh, oh, wait a minute. 
You're not just talking to your neighbors now. You're arguing with some guy who has a different experience than you in Wyoming while you're out there in Fort Worth going, hey, Laramie, <laughs> this is how it really is. And he's like, maybe for you, but out here this is my experience. And so since this is my experience, it's everyone's experience. And that's what it's coming down to. I blame the internet for everything bad that happens. <laughs> I wouldn't say I would blame the internet for necessarily everything that bad that has happened, but no, I think but. it's made people into, like... Heartless drones. I would, I would say heartless for sure. Like, people are, like, they don't take into account, like, the the shortfalls of others, for sure. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, the most mm-hmm. empathic person on the planet. There's a lot of shit that I just don't care about. Like, if I'm being 100% honest, there's a lot of things that happen that I just don't care about. Well, I think that we've definitely become more desensitized, though, because And I of think, the and you know, and it's, and I think that's why it's so funny that, like, if you were to put, say... Like even the show CSI, like the original CSI on TV back in the fifties, they would have. Oh my God! Would have, it would have destroyed the country. Well, have you ever seen the original Phantom of the Opera? Mm-mm. So, uh, in the original Phantom of the Opera, um, it was like a quiet movie, I believe. I think so. I'm pretty sure it was a quiet film. There may have been actual vocals in it, but this is what I know from it. The guy's face is kind of ugly that they make of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, but when you look at it, some people fainted watching the movie because it was just hideous. They'd never seen anything like it. I'm going to pull this up for you, okay? And you tell me, compared to what you've seen today. Yeah, it's probably, like, straight garbage. It probably, uh, like, they probably just, like, drew something on his face with, like, pen. Nope, it's actual makeup, but this, 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 this made people pass out in the theaters. <laughs> now, compare that to what we see today. Yeah, no, like... That's nothing. You, that's the guy you see outside just asking for change. You're like, sorry, man. I ain't got it. And then and back then, they're like, oh. But at the same time, back then, they're used to seeing people with their limbs all shot off. Like, oh, hey, I, I my leg's gone from the Civil War. Yeah. Oh, that's nothing is what it is. But guy on movie, oh. Or, yeah, or, you know, like, dude's coming home from, like, World War One, And it's like, oh, my God. You know, this is horrific. And, like, for us, even, it's, like... I think, like, especially where we live, there's enough, like, war vets that it's just kind of like, man, you just, you know, you see it. You see pictures from Vietnam, and you're like, that's kind of gross. It is what it is. But then you think about people who were there, and they're just like, and they're like, my brain's rewired now, and I will never live a happy life ever again. Yeah. Every, every day, they wake up, they go get gas in their car, they go, oh, no. <laughs> What's going on, Grandpa? Get the dick. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's funny, but it's also like... Like, like I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think it helps with certain things like that to have kind of a sense of humor about it and to be able to <laughs> laugh about it, to just kind of ease, like, how tr- actual, like, how actually traumatic it, it really is. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, what, the, the comedian, Anthony Just Jis- Jis- I can never Anthony Jeselnik? Yeah. When he said that? Oh, and he's like, I, I make fun of victims on the day that things happen because they're too busy doing victim shit. Yeah, they're like, we have to laugh. You know, it is what it is. He's like, they're not out there on Facebook saying thank you. You know, they're, 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 they're doing victim stuff. They, they don't have time to be offended. They're too busy being victims of something that's really happening right now. And that's why people are like, well, it's too soon to joke about it. It's never too soon. Granted, I'll be honest, there are certain things that I don't touch, personally, you know. Humor-wise, but yeah. at the end of the day, I still do make jokes about some pretty off-color things. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it's like, what's the point of living in sadness and fear about it? Like, it's what's probably going to happen again yeah, in a couple like of weeks. 
So why not just enjoy it now? Smile. Live in la vida loca. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just... It's so weird how... Like, we went from having... Like, no knowledge of the internet. And I remember, like, I mean, to this day, my dad's still kind of paranoid about it. Mm-hmm. Just because of the things that can happen on the internet. But, like, back in the day, like, the early 2000s, oh, my God. No remorse. He was like, dude, don't download anything on this computer without me looking at it first. Like, nothing. I'm not letting you touch this motherfucker, in fact. In fact, this shit's going to be password protected, and you're not going to know it. Your dad was so good at that that Comcast sent you a letter to say stop downloading shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's the irony, and that's and that's the funny thing. Is it? It's like yeah, you can still fuck your shit up by you, downloading. Yeah, just because you looked at it, it's like there are certain things that you just shouldn't like. There are verified places to download certain things from, right? But if you're doing anything that's slightly questionable, it's like. Uh, it's so easy, but it's that's why that's how they get the older folks because mm-hmm. they're so trusting because it is new internet. But with us, it's like I don't text a number I don't know. They text me if they don't. Even if someone calls, and back then they didn't have call ID. You just answered the phone. Yo, honestly, it's now like if this is how I handle phone calls. If the person who calls me and I don't know them, typically I won't answer the number. Mm-hmm. If they don't call me back like right away. Or leave me a message. Exactly. Or try calling me again later in the day. I will not answer. If I'm expecting a call from a number I know I don't have, it's different. Then it's a little bit different. Like when my doctor was calling, I said, 11 o'clock. It was, he didn't call 11, called a little after. But I was like, it's probably him. Yeah. The chances are, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and if they leave a voicemail and it's just a bot, I'm like, delete. Yep. But then there's, other, like, my mom. I'll answer my mom every time. My dad, sure. You know, you? I'd give it probably two rings to debate. I'd be like, is it important? But then I'll go, well, he never does call me, so it probably is important. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things where it's like back in the day, like a phone call was a big deal. Like anyways, because it was a new way to like pass along information. Or it may have been long distance. They're using time. Yeah, like you're getting charged. Believe it or not, kids, people used to get charged to make a phone call to someone across state. Now you just message them and send them nasty pictures of yourself. Or even then, that's another one. There used to be a thing called minutes. You used to have a limited amount of texting minutes, and you had to wait. Ten cents a text. Ten cents a text, or calling was the same way on cell phones. Be like, yeah, you got 10,000 minutes. It's free Friday nights after 9 p.m. That's how me, uh, what's your name? Uh, Miss Cleo got all that money. Who? Miss Cleo. She was, uh, the psychic lady from the 90s. She'd do the readings on the phones and whatnot, but what happened is, it wouldn't, you'd never really actually get her, right? Mm-hmm. You'd call into the psychic hotline, and because it was done with minutes, you had to pay per minute to speak with them, but their job at the call centers that they worked at was to keep you on the phone as long as possible because you were paying a premium. Hmm. So you would be paying money, and it would get attached to the phone bill, so the phone company would pay them, but certain phone companies were like, we're not paying you guys. You guys are doing this on purpose. If they want to pay you, that's on them, but we're not doing a dime. I think AT&T was like, we're not paying you guys. You're a <laughs> bunch of crooks. But people were believing it, so they would call in and call in, and they'd be like, oh, we're getting the message. They'd do five minutes, something, be like, oh, well, hold on, we're getting another message, and they would just have them waiting. Uh-huh. While they're charging them. Yeah. Nothing. And they'd be like, you need to call back on this day, at this time, and we'll go over everything. They'd be like, yeah, 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 sounds good. Until so these suckers were getting paid $5 a minute or something like that. 
it was a billion dollar industry to try to talk to this Jamaican lady on the TV going, eh, talk to Miss Cleo, I have a, you know. That, and that's just, and that, like, you know, <laughs> like it's a, uh, <laughs> like a. Is that a pigeon? I think it's a dove. It's a pigeon, bro. Oh, oh well. Yeah, just remember, Sorry. conspiracy theory, uh, side note, uh, you never seen a baby pigeon before. Hashtag birds aren't, uh, birds aren't real, so. Um, I was squared up with that bird. But, uh, but like, fist um, <laughs> like in the movie Interstellar, for instance. Always the Interstellar. So, there's a part in there uh-huh. where um, John Lithgow's character, who plays the dad uh-huh. of uh, Matthew McConaughey's wife, mm-hmm. um, he's talking about, he's like, you know, when I was a kid, it seemed that, you know, they were inventing something new every day. Right. And then it just kind of was that's just how your life was like at first it was exciting and then you just realized that that's, that's just how your life is like now you're like new iphone yeah, and now it's, it's but it was kind of the same way with us growing up mm-hmm. especially with like the video game industry so video games existed before us obviously right but when we started getting older like 10 years old all of a sudden all of these crazy innovations in video games started coming in it's like yo this game isn't played on a cartridge anymore it's called a cd <laughs> <laughs> and the game is so big, you need a eight uh, an eight megabyte memory card to, to play this it. to save this game. Eight megabytes. And you're like, oh my. You're like, oh my god. You have to. De- you're like having to like decide on whether or not you wanted to delete Spyro or Jack and Daxter because you got the new SOCOM. And SOCOM, oh man, you know it was a big game. You know that was a whole megabyte in and of itself. And you're like, dude, I gotta delete like four games, or maybe I can wait. And get a new memory card, or maybe I just won't turn my PlayStation off. And then, and then it just uh, kept going. It just kept going. And then now, like Red Dead Two, for instance, was a game that was so big, it required two discs to install it onto your system. And it looks so good. And though. don't get me wrong, the game is immaculate. Maybe but the, the fact, minor details but like, the wow. fact of the matter is, is that game was a hundred and twenty-eight gigabytes. Ah. And, and even better, as like more of the stuff comes to fruition, then they started saying, you can put the game in, and while you're at home playing it, we can add stuff to it without you having to go buy another disc. And people are like, what do you mean you I can add stuff to it? Yeah. Uh, to, to a marketplace that we're putting on the console. What kind of marketplace? Yeah, you can, you can buy games. You can buy games. Full games. Completed and, games. And other things that can go onto the games that you have already. And people are like, what it what or like even xbox live that was a huge deal that you could talk to your friend on your gaming console and he'd be like wait i, I can play with people across the world and you're like wow this is great i don't know what any of these people are saying but or like uh, even like you know like the playstation had an ethernet like i think most consoles still do for the most part i won't swear to it they, just they always will because it, it's always a faster connection but dude hardline. like the fact it's like yo i can plug this thing into my router mm-hmm. and play this game with someone who lives in Oregon and I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and then the real kicker was, hey, I used to be good at Battlefront. What happened? Who are what? Why am I bad at the game now? Wait, other people are good at this game. But you didn't have to go to the arcade to be showed up. You were getting showed up on your own couch. in your own house, and that's why people get so mad <laughs> at online games. 
because you're getting disrespected in your bedroom <laughs> yeah. or your living room. But your parents news. are watching you getting disrespected. You used to go get disrespected for a quarter. You paid 60 bucks and an internet bill, and now you're getting And now you're getting even more disrespected? At home. In front of you. Like I mean, I don't know. But, and even still, like with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and everything, it's not too much different, but it's different enough that we're like... Hey. It's like yo, like this sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> like, like cool. I gotta get it. Even when VR came out, I was like, whoa, whoa. VR for me was I. I'm not a huge fan of VR just because like I've done like VR stuff like when I was in the military and uh, that shit made me nauseous, dude. No, it, it huge do. motion sickness. It do, but I, I still think it's a good step in like, hey, we might be able to do this. Like I've seen a company, it was on Shark Tank, and they were like, yeah, we want to make a VR, but we want to make it different. And they were like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well people sit down playing video games too much even if they did do this so what it is is it's like a thing that you stand in with like a circle thing around you that will like so you don't fall out Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a treadmill thing it's like kind of circular and so as you move on it your guy would move in the game that sounds like the movie gamer (laughs) really you ever seen that movie the one with gerard butler is that the one where if he dies, he, like, dies? Yeah, they're, like, they send prisoners to, like, it's, like, a yeah. war game or whatever, and there's, like, rich kids who, like, have this, like, augmented reality video game, and, you know, they're playing with, like, real people, because these I people the are, one. like, hooked up to this system. It's, it's just like that. Yeah. Like, at some point, like, and it's and it's, it's funny to think that, like, there, there are movies that were probably made in, like, the 40s and the 50s and the 60s uh, where they're like, dude, check this out. This is the idea of the future. Right. You know, flying cars, obviously a big one. We don't have flying cars necessarily. Uh-huh. But, you know, we got a lot of cool shit. <laughs> or, like, you know, they're like, yeah, look at this train <clears throat> that's powered by the sun. Yeah. And it goes... Four times faster than a standard steam-powered locomotive. But this is what gets me is that these things have happened. So that thing that the guy brought on Shark Tank, it wasn't just something he's like, oh, I have an idea. He actually made one, and it worked. And that's what was crazy about it is it's like, this is possible. He just showed it. He said, yeah, I already have one. He was like, it, it, don't get me wrong, it was expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So it is a hard sell. I don't know if he got the sell to them. But the fact that he said, no, look, I, I already made it. This is, this is what it is. And he was using it and everything. And I was like, that's really cool. Because then you get to play the game. And unlike the Wii, how that came out, and that was mm-hmm. revolutionary. This is like, you were actually off the couch and like running around yeah. and stuff. I mean, I, bro, imagine that. No fast travel. It's real time. Like, you got to get 50 miles in the game. <laughs> so, so, so funny enough, my dad used to complain about that shit a lot. What? About how, you know, games aren't realistic enough. And about how, you know, how is it that you can wait five seconds in real life, but your guy just slept eight hours? Like, he's like, you know, they should make a game where you actually have to sleep, like, for eight hours to make you put the game down. So you're not in your you're, in, you're not in your shit all day. They do. They're called mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> you want some candy hearts for your candy crush? They don't come you wanna, back for this you many wanna, You want that dragon a little bit faster? Too bad. You either got to spend real life money. Like in real life. Like in real life. Or you're going to have to wait to get something good. Because good things come to those who wait. Yeah. Are you a freemium player? A freemium? Yeah, you play all the free stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or, or are you going to be a, a paid player? And like in real life, like, oh, I don't... I need to rest my guy, but I can pay this money. You can do that in real life. Go get an energy drink. Same cost. <laughs> Yo. It's not that big of a deal, but, like, holy shit, that's real life. 
video games are real. We're a video game. It all makes sense now. We're the Sims. So we're no, we are not the Sims. This is the Matrix. Are you sure? <laughs> Morpheus is about to come through the door, and he's about to be like, "Look, you can either help us defeat the double A batteries, or check this out. You could be the double A battery. I will be the double A. I'll battery. be the double A battery. Because I ain't gonna take that chance and get smoked." Out there where it looks all crappy, when I can be in here living a fake life, happy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if, like, obviously the movie wouldn't exist had Neo just been like, no, I'm pretty content with my life in all honesty. Like, I sell drugs and I just hack and I, you know, I have a shitty corporate job, but, like, it and, pays the bills. And, and now that you told me it's all fake, I mean, I, I, I'm not stressed. About what yeah, now I really me. don't care. Now I know that if I die, I it's, I'm just probably just going to restart somewhere else. So. Have a good one, Morpheus. <laughs> Flick it back into his mouth. Ah. Yeah, what would happen if they took the pill again? <laughs> what if he told Morpheus, like, why don't you take that pill then? He's what? like, why don't you take the red pill? Or he's like, why don't you take the blue pill, Morpheus? Show me what it does. Uh, you, you scared, Morpheus? Or should I call you Morphine? You little, all right. And Morpheus just disappears. He just, boop. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up, who are you? Uh, you're in my house uh you came in here asking the, me about some tying all are, are the cops racist in the matrix <laughs> yeah that'd be a huge selling point <laughs> like if some guy or a group of people was out there and they're like yeah we can offer you a better life right because you'll actually get to experience things nothing's real anymore hmm. and there's like no food the double a batteries are always trying to kill you right Oh, by the way, everything's gone. Nothing exists anymore. It's all been destroyed by Skynet. Or, you can continue living your pretty good life <laughs> as an investment banker, <laughs> living in you know the the in Beverly Hills in L.A., making millions of dollars with your trophy wife, and your trophy cars, and your trophy kids. He's like, it sounds like a pretty good deal, right? <clears throat> but it's all fake, so what do you want? But it's all fake, and he's like, well, I mean, he's like, dude, I'm happy. It's like, that's that's how it is. It's like, yeah, I'd rather be home playing the video game anyway. That's a way better life. I'm just going to, because if you gave me the option, I mean, I don't know what I would take. I haven't been in the predicament. But based off the option that you've kind of stated here, I'd pick the fake one. Because you're telling me, well, what's it like up on the other side? Oh, it's gloomy. Everything's terrible. Oh, we, we were struggling to find food. I'll be like, well... You're not really selling me on getting out of here. I don't know, man. Like that doesn't sound like a good idea. I mean, like you came I could just here. I could just stay here. Like you could have unplugged me, but you didn't. You came in here to talk to me. Like you didn't like. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Yeah, there's a lot of machines, right? But like, you can't just like unplug them. Like there's not like a just like a giant power cord somewhere that maybe you could just like pour some water on. Like just short circuit everything. You were all able to get in here, but you can't get to everybody else. Well, they'll track us if we do that. But you wasted your time to get to me. Well, cause you're the chosen one. How do you know? How do you know that? Well because well because what? If you know that, then how do you not know how to just unplug the robots? <laughs> How come I have to unplug the robots? I mean, I'm living a good life. I have the greatest life imaginable. But you, guy in cool jacket, come to me to unplug robots when you are already out there 
two unplugged robots. <laughs> like, just, what are you doing? But they'll catch us. They won't catch me? <laughs> yeah, it's like they were not going to catch you right now? Like, I don't understand. I'm, com- I'm confused. Is you if, being... you was, if you were already there, why didn't you unplug some more people? If you, being here, draws the robots to me, Am I going to die here now? I don't want the robots. Get out of my house. Did Where's you, your warrant? Did you? Did you bring the robots to my door, Were you follow? <laughs> did you screw me? Am I stuck with picking to leave my happy life because you were too miserable by yourself? Look, man, if you want a Pop-Tart, I'll give you the whole box. No one fucking eats them here anyway. I'll give you some food. But you take your dumb jacket and your stupid fucking robots and you get out of my house. And you take your goddamn Jolly Rancher and your goddamn Viagra and get the fuck out of here. You take your robots and your so-called gloom and doom life and you get the fuck out. Do I look like I win any part of this shit? Do I look doom and gloom to you? Well, to be honest, you are selling drugs. Get out! He's like, look, man. I made six figures last month. <laughs> this quarter is going to be even bigger. Now that I know the robots are here, they're on my side. Get out of here. I'm... Robots. 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 <laughs> what a different Matrix. I think I saw the one where he takes both the pills, like a rendition, his head blows up. <laughs> and Morpheus is like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like, dude, even if we are a simulation... <laughs> Honest to God, who cares? Like for real, honest, honestly, it, it could it be worse? Sure. Could the simulation be completely broken? Of course. But you know what? At least it's not tranquility lane. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps killing us over and over again. And we're pretty miserable because we can't like get out. And like even once you save your dad. You don't save anybody else. You're Morpheus in that situation. <laughs> Not to turn it into a fallout scenario again, but I like how the bad karma option is kill everybody. The good karma option is kill everybody, but with a Chinese spec man. You <laughs> it's like you can kill everybody by yourself. And lose karma. And lose karma. Or, or you can have somebody else. You can hire somebody out from the outside to kill the same people. Meh. You go into the system and do Chinese war protocol. And the, Chinese, the Chinese military just guns everyone down, and it says good karma. And you like, said you did a good job. I'm trying to. Under, I still don't understand how. Like, I'm like, but uh, <laughs> the blood is on your hands, but no, you, it's on uh, their hands. <laughs> but you push the button. Uh, hey, Billy Joel said, "We didn't start the fires. It was, it was already <laughs> there, man. I just." Happened to walk by. <laughs> That's a boy's reference too. Slash Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's it, it, it for me it makes zero sense almost. Now, that people are like, oh, we're living in a simulation. We gotta get out. Why? Why? What's outside the simulation? Well, I don't freedom. Know. Freedom okay. from what? Freedom from what? What kind of freedom? Well, this. How do you know? Did you go outside the simulation? Yeah. Then what's it like? Freedom. But you why didn't, didn't you stay? Yeah. Why didn't you stay out? Because I wanted to free you guys. No, you didn't. You no, don't even you know what it looks like out there. <laughs> you like scumbag. The, it's like the people who, uh, you know, to go back to, to to the whole, you know, COVID discussion. It's like the people who are like, oh, you know, so and so over there is not wearing a mask. You know, I'm not worried about it, but like I'm worried about other people. No, you're not. 
You worry about yourself. You're trying to be a self-righteous, pretentious prick and get out of here, soy boy. Like, you can <laughs> you can be honest and be like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of concerned. It's okay. How concerned Why are you? Why are you lying? How concerned are you? Are you concerned enough to go talk to him about it? <laughs> no? Then leave me alone. Like how you know I'm not just as concerned as you. Now I gotta go risk my life because you didn't want to go talk to somebody? <laughs> but you're the guy who works here. Yeah, you're the one who noticed it. <laughs> I, I, that's a, I have a huge problem with people who don't like make other people accountable. And they'll just like go put be the a blame hero. on somebody else. Go be a hero. <laughs> it's like, dude, just go talk to them. Just be like, hey man. If at it, that point he gives you attitude, I'll step in. At that point, I'm an yeah. employee. And, and I'm not saying go up to him and be like, hey, dude, put your mask on. I'm saying, well, hey, man, you got to put your mask on. And if he says, don't tell him what to do, then at that point, then, you can come talk then, to me. Then at that point, come tell somebody. Be like, hey, you know, that guy's giving everybody attitude about, you know, not doing it. Because that's different than, hey, he's not wearing a mask. It's, hey, he wasn't wearing a mask. And I said, hey, man, I know the rule. You got to wear a mask here. And he, dud, he would beat me up. Then I'd be like, you better take that whooping, bro, because I ain't taking that whooping. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, my, I don't get paid enough to take a whooping for you, boy. No. Boy. For anybody. No. For I, anybody. I'd take a whooping for maybe my mama. Yeah, like there's like a, like maybe six people on a planet that I might actually like put my life on the line. But if I saw Chris mouthing off to somebody. I might be like, I mean, I'd, like, I'd probably let it play out. And, you know, him being my brother, I'd obviously defend him. I'd take his side in the situation. It depends on what's going but on. But outside of the situation, I'd be like. What are you doing? Like, if he was arguing with, with, with somebody else I know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, good friend, and they're arguing, and then I see Chris just take one real quick. Depending on what was said, I'd be like, Chris, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah, you know, like, it's, <laughs> it's definitely like, it's like, oh, hey, man. What do you, like, uh, you can't be doing that. Versus if it's some guy that I've never seen before, and he, he punched Chris, at that point, I'd be like, no. You got to throw hands. Hold on. I, I like, don't care what he said. I'll be like, Chris, what'd you tell him? Listen, this guy was red. That's Chris. Ah, okay, you know what? You say, okay, look. I don't agree with you, but you, you don't hit my boy like that. You say, that. you're dumb. <laughs> but you ain't dumb enough to get but punched. But you ain't dumb enough to get punched. <laughs> at least not by him. At least not by him. By me, though. <laughs> you and I are about to tussle. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done whooping his ass, I'm you're coming for next. you, Christopher. <laughs> like, hey, it's like Alex Jones. <laughs> and I'm coming. And I'm coming. And I'm hungry. <laughs> Poor Chris. Like you whoop the guy and you go back. Hey, thanks. <laughs> what the heck was that for? Just being dumb. Just get into a fight because you know this guy ain't red, Chris. He's Why? like, He's like, but it is. <laughs> he's like, I understand now. <laughs> Give him some colorblind glasses on. <laughs> you whooping me worse than he did Cause I love you <laughs> This is out of love I can't see <laughs> The other guy Wow you really kicking his ass Hey come on <laughs> I really got a whooping You said something else <laughs> Oh sh- it's a white knight Oh no well, with that being said, it's about that time. That's perfect timing, too. Yep. Uh, so, with that, uh, make sure follow us on all the links in the description on the YouTube channel. Follow all the friends of the podcast. Um, I'm trying to think if I got anything else. And get ready, because soon we will have 
comedian. Yeah, that'll we'll, uh, I'll probably make a huge post about it. Let everybody know what's up. So you know, pay uh, pay a little bit more attention. Also, I'm telling you, you guys like memes. Everybody likes memes. Follow the Instagram page. Instagram page be popping with the memes. What's it called, B? Uh, actually, I gotta make sure because like it's it's all generally the same, but like I just because it. of like the like the way that like certain things are set up. It's uh like I, I had to change it up a little bit. So it's uh at Bruise and Bros Pod on Instagram. Um like I said, all of those links and stuff will be down in the description below. So um, you know, pay attention to all of that stuff. Uh that's all I got. B you got anything? <laughs> no, I just wanted to go on Instagram and uh find the page name and all I found was this nasty lady shaking her butt and I'm just I'm mad. I'm mad today. Like I, that just ruined everything. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you guys hear me rant right now, but I that just well that wait. Person. I do have one more thing. Oh, do you? Well, kind of, sorta. It just depends on if I can find this real quick. Oh no! <laughs> just because it's been such a a, a crowd pleaser, a crowd pleaser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 